this is Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group and I'm here to give thanks because something happened today. I had a realisation today that today is my home anniversary day. So today marks one year that I've been in my new home and anyone that knows me personally knows how important that is to me. So I'll give a little bit of a backstory as to why I'm giving thanks and why I'm celebrating my new home anniversary because it's not just because it's a home but it's everything that was attached to my last home that is giving me the energy and the ability to actually get through the last say six years of my life so I, I used to live in Bow in East London um, I moved in in 2011 and I was going to college at the time I was studying for my my diploma in psychology and sociology uh, philosophy and um, just applied social sciences yeah so it was very difficult trying to move and study and take my son to school and all these kind of things but I was happy nonetheless because it was a place of our own and we've had some housing issues anyway so over the time there's been a lot of just a lot (laughs) a lot that has happened in that home um over the course of this podcast i'll reveal a lot more but it's not about that today it's about giving thanks so yeah a lot had gone on in that home over the years however the last five years of me being there there was a lot of damage there was a lot of um breaking there was a lot of hurt there was a lot of emotional roller coasters that went on in that home I I can't even call it home in that house (laughs) and um I spent the last five years living there literally out of boxes so I had I had a severely severely disrepaired property and to the point where I've developed emotion and environmentally induced asthma because of the extent of the mold in the property um i i use asthmas quite uh, asthma pumps quite regularly the blue and the brown one and my son developed eczema whilst living there and that's just some of the physical things like the extent of the mold i've had a lot of (laughs) a lot of my personal property damaged where it's had to be thrown away because mold has infested it like just buying a new rug within say two months because the mold was under the floorboards within two months pull back the carpet up to clean and it is riddled with mold near enough damp so you know went through six years of this like constantly throwing away clothes um every winter my son having to sleep in the front room uh, because the insulation in his room was poor the windows were poor um had 
I think it was 12 environmental health inspections to the point where the local council was taking my landlord, private landlord, to court um, based on all the evidence that I'd collected and all the measures that I tried to put in place. And yeah, all of the ill treatment the property had endured and me as a tenant as well. So over this time, he'd taken me to court three times. I, I prepared my documentation myself, researched the Housing Act, uh, the Disrepair Act, the, every act that was applicable to my case known and went there even like the first two times, had a duty solicitor, presented them with my findings and they said there's nothing more they could do. <laughs> I'd done all the case for them. So I knew enough represented myself in court. But um it's it took me over this duration I'd gone through breakups, I'd gone through fights, I'd gone through family breakdowns, I'd gone through uh, all sorts. I, um uni twice over. <laughs> um and sleepless nights, insomnia, um, feeling suicidal, uh, what I know now, depression, quite, quite bad depression, um, developed a habit and like, it was, yeah, it was something that it broke me more than I knew and I was just going about my day-to-day life trying to live trying to work trying to do uni trying to be a mum trying to be a partner trying to be a strong person but still coming back to this home and not feeling like home it didn't feel like home at all it felt like I was living in a house that someone had allowed me to stay there. Like I said, I was living in boxes for the majority of the time because of this constant, I'm evicting you. Um, It was revengeful evictions as well. So I'm going to be going through processes um, to bring myself justice for the (laughs) long-term... trauma that I've experienced living in that house, home, I can't, I don't even know what to call it, home, house, property, (laughs) that place that I'm no longer in, but that's the focus of this podcast, is the fact that I'm no longer in that place, and I requested, and I'm not ashamed to say this, I've been evicted before, and that was my own doing, as well as misinformation, and being young, I was very young, I... I got that property when I was 17 and misinformed but not knowing where to find the right information and thinking that things will just solve itself, being naive in that sense but at the same time still having wrongdoings done to me and not knowing how to solve them and just burying my head. That was that was the former me. Um, so I got evicted from that place and anyway, landed. I got moved into this place after... A while and this place I can honestly say 
I learnt my mistakes from the first time and that's why I did all the research, I'd contacted all the people, I'd had the MP um, of, of the local authority in my home, um, they'd written to the council and all sorts, all sorts and I can honestly say I'm surprised, I probably, I'm surprised I actually wasn't seen or viewed or whatever as somebody that needed some sort of mental health intervention because the way how I banged on about my housing and the state of the property and how it's affecting me and my son and needing to get out I requested for the eviction before we'd even got to court so we tried to do a settlement out of court and um, he didn't stick to his terms um, so the agreement was I resume paying rent on the conditional basis that he provides me with a new contract, a new tenancy contract, and um, he repairs the property to a decent standard because it got to a point the property was condemned yeah, by UK Power Network and I was still expected to live there with my son. Yeah, that, that's how deep it got. We slept, not slept, we presented to a police station. Otherwise, we would have slept on the street one night because he refused to fix the property, his own house, that he was still collecting money from me for. I was still paying rent at these times, even though I couldn't afford it, but that's another story. (sighs) But what I'm getting at here is... Through all of this, I <clears throat> my prospect was I remained hopeful that there is a better place, there's a better time for me and my son, there's a better future, and that I'm gonna get out. <laughs> I'm gonna get out. And even when I got my eviction papers, it took a lot of processing, but I think it was more overwhelming for me knowing that it was actually happening, that I was actually leaving not that I was getting evicted like most people would think oh but you got evicted like that I'm not ashamed about that at all I requested for it like I said I requested for the eviction and I'm even getting emotional talking about it now because it's something like I said I've endured this for the last six years so being able to actually sit here and record this and say it's actually been one whole year (laughs) a whole year since leaving that home and if I even tell you that morning that I left there I was so ecstatic my stuff was already packed and taken to um, a storage unit had (laughs) I woke up so happy the day of the eviction day the 5th of August 2019 I woke up so so happy with the biggest smile on my face because I knew that no matter what after (laughs) 10.35 a.m when the bailiff people come to give me my paper, that I can no longer return back to this house. 
that has brought me so much pain, so much trauma, so much sleepless nights. I'm free from it. I released it from me. I released it from me. That's how I'm seeing it. Not that I got evicted from it. I released myself and my son, my family from it. From that stronghold that was keeping us in such a negative space. So throughout this process of the knowing that I was being evicted and all of this, I, there's a process that you go through with the council and they was aware of, of me from the initial time that he served me the papers and then changed his mind and then served them again and then changed his mind and that's why I said it's been a very long process living out of boxes living on the edge not knowing what's happening <laughs> being taken taken advantage of but I can finally say I had I had a moment of relief a moment of today and the funny thing is I feel like I didn't even realise it was the 5th of August today it was only as I was scrolling through Facebook (laughs) through my um, through my memories the memories that you post and I posted about today being the day that marks something new this was posted a year ago and then I saw <laughs> I saw the comments and everything and um, I looked at the date today and I was like, oh my God. And I burst into tears. I burst into tears because this week has been something special for me. And I've just been learning a lot about myself. I've had a lot of blessings this week and today's only Wednesday. Um, But I've been really open to just allowing myself to receive and allowing myself to let go. And this week especially has been a new moon releasing. (laughs) There's been a new moon cycle and i done a new moon releasing exercise that I mentioned in um, episode two or three, I can't remember, um, and how that experience kind of blew my mind. So this is kind of like an, an addition or a follow-on. This, this is still the same week. <laughs> and it's blowing my mind. I would classify this experience definitely abundant in my blessings because five years ago I couldn't say that I see myself next year living somewhere else because it was such a cyclical cycle it was such a cycle that I felt I wasn't going to get out of it but somehow I knew that I had to keep going that there had to be something more there had to be something better than this like this wasn't life this wasn't life and I sit here recording this right now 
looking around me at my my new home because it still feels new to me but I feel settled because even when I moved in here I was I had that mentality that I didn't want to unpack in case I'm not meant to be here (laughs) so I've still got a lot of work to do don't get me wrong but I feel like this is home I feel at peace here I can sleep at any given time in fact (laughs) a bit too much but I'm at so much peace and I, I feel at ease yeah there will always be small things that will niggle me but my mental and emotional well-being whilst being in this home has significantly improved so I'm gonna say happy new home anniversary to me and my son my partner because we deserved this we deserved this we're gonna get much more I already know this it's in our path it's in our our vision it's set for us we are going to have another new home after this but getting out of that that pit was needed and to walk into this place so divinely so perfectly timed yeah it beautiful beautiful thing right now and I'm so happy I'm actually so so happy I I, I feel like a Cheshire cat from (laughs) from Alice in Wonderland the Cheshire cat with the big teeth smiling (laughs) and yes I'm just happy for the future and for what's to come and yeah that that's it that's it happy anniversary happy home anniversary (laughs) that's what the title is yeah happy home anniversary to me so yeah have a great great afternoon morning evening whatever time you're listening to this this is rihanna from plan house empowerment group please remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode um check us out on our socials plan wholesome empowerment group just google it you'll find us on on our platforms we're on youtube linkedin facebook instagram twitter and our website is www.planweg.org.uk this is me signing off blessings love light and abundance in whatever way it looks like to you. Take care.